Today on the Word of Truth Revealed. The Bible says Satan, along with his other tricks, is the accuser. He's the prosecutor of the church folk. That's what you need to see. Every time you make a mistake after salvation, he takes it when nobody knows about it. Takes it before God. Look what they did. Kill them. Kill them. They're guilty. And Jesus is the one that stands. But I shed my blood with him. I gave my life the best of my life. God said, throw out the case. Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. Today, Bishop Clark uses the first chapter of Revelation verses 5 and 6 for the backdrop scripture for part two of the message, we plead the blood. And he offered it unto God, the scripture says, and he rejected it. He refused Cain's offer. But he accepted Abel and it made Cain very, very jealous of his brother. And he went, rose up against him when they were alone. He was stronger than the boy. And the Bible says he killed him. Here comes God walking, disturbed again. And he asked Cain, where is your brother? Here's Cain. Am I my brother's keeper? Look how cold-blooded he is. Cold-blooded. How cold. You kill your brother, bury him, half buried. And am I my brother's keeper? Same thing in our streets today. He means nothing to me. Cold-blooded. Come on, Rick James. Cold-blooded. Y'all don't know anything about Rick James? Anybody ever heard of Rick James before? Before your time, right? <laughs> ben Cain know about Rick James. <laughs> Cold-blooded individuals. God asked him directly, where's your brother? Am I my brother's keeper? He said, surely I can hear him. His blood is screaming from the ground. I want you all to hear this. Blood is shed. The blood speaks. It's screeching from the ground. That's why if you commit murder, it may take 30 years. Somebody's going to find you. Because the blood screams for justice. Thank you, God. The blood screams. It speaks. And when the blood atones for your soul, it screams, saying to any virus, all sin, you can't pass here. This is where you stop. Where the blood is applied, this is where you stop. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. It is the blood that makes atonement. And the Old Testament atones not, of course, absolutely, but in part. It is not possible for the blood of bulls and of goats and calves to take away the consciousness of sins. But the blood does atone, so to speak, constructively, prophetically.
It's speaking against sin. Now we have the key in the scriptural doctrine for the blood. And I want to talk about the blood of Jesus now. Christ is which uh, he fulfills the blood, the blood rituals of the Old Testament. The blood Levitical, the Levitical victims of the Old Testament. Christ is the cure for all of that. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 18 through 20. It's on the screen, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver, gold. Look at the word from your sins, from your aimless conduct received by traditions from your fathers. Verse 19, but with the precious blood of Jesus, the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. You were redeemed through his blood. Notice you're not redeemed because you have money. You're not redeemed because you never went to jail. You're not redeemed because you're a good person, silver, gold. You're not redeemed because you're a billionaire. You're not redeemed because you're a millionaire. You're not redeemed because you pay your bills on time. You're redeemed through the precious blood of Christ. Can the church say amen? He was, look at this, a lamb without blemish. Behold the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. So plead the blood. Now we've heard uh, years, I've heard it for years in church. I plead the blood and I thank God for those saints. They didn't know, know much about the doctrine of the blood. But they knew one thing. I have no help and he's the only help I know. So I plead the blood. Thank you God. Hopefully I'll bring some clarity to what that means today. To plead the blood. What does it mean? What is the full intent or extent of the power it implies? What does the plead, what does plead the blood really mean to us today? I believe that it means to make a case. Please write it down. To make a case or to state the facts. To make a case or to state a fact. It, it means to make an appeal or entreaty. Like pleading for mercy. Someone had a gun pointed at you and you say please 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 don't kill me you're pleading for mercy I remember being uh, talking to someone who uh, had made some major mistakes and was standing before the judge but before he stood before the judge one of the security guards uh, one of the correctional officers brought him some mail and, and kind of you know, threw the mail to him and it fell on the ground it was from his grandmother. So he attacked the guard, stomped him in the ground. Well, anyway, when he stood before the judge, he was talking. I know he shouldn't have threw the mail that my grandmama. You don't ever throw mail that my grandmama sends. You know, your honor, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have done it. And so the, the honor said to the young man, says, well, you're a menace to society. We're going to add another year to your sentence. And then he stopped calling the judge, your honor. He said, my honor, please, my honor, please, my honor. He started pleading <laughs> when he realized that one indiscretion added a year to his sentence. 
He started pleading for mercy. And a lot of people don't plead for mercy because they don't have a sense of urgency. But if your life is on the line, you'll plead for it. Thank you, God. As to law, it's a legal term. Not an allegation made by or on behalf of a party to a legal suit. Supported by his or her claim or defense. It is a defender's answer to a legal declaration or charge. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? It's something that happens in a courtroom. So you need to start seeing not just the issue that you're dealing with. You got to see yourself in a courtroom when you plead. You ever heard of the term plea bargain? That means you bargain with the attorney that you would admit to doing certain things if you can get a lesser sentence. Plea bargain. This is something in the judicial setting. And God wants us to understand it because we just heard our forefathers saying I plead the blood. But you got to understand what it means. There are three things you need to understand. You can plead the fifth. You can plead your own case or you can plead the blood. You choose. I'm going to give you what three, all three of them mean. You can plead the fifth. You can plead your own case or you can plead the blood. If you plead the fifth, that means you're going to remain silent. I think we sung a song today. I will not be silent. I will always worship you. But there are some people that say, well, I, I just don't feel it. So I'll, I'll plead the fifth. I know I'm guilty. But if I say something, I'll incriminate myself. So instead of saying something or even asking for forgiveness, I'll just remain silent. Thank you, God. And in worship, that is a no-no. Because God, for his sacrificial offering, he says, all I want from you, <laughs> you can't pay me for what I did, but from the fruit of your lips, I want you to lock your body down, put your feet down. And from the fruit of your lips, I want you to give me the sacrifice. It's a sacrifice, but I want you to give it to me. Not some dead hallelujah or some dead glory to God, but an effervescent, squealing, living sacrifice. Squealing hallelujah. <laughs> so we're going to eliminate that truth, reveal any dead sacrifices. I'll just give it to you when I get ready. I'm cool. I'm cool like that. 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 I don't raise my voice because I'm cool like that. God says, I don't need much. You can never pay me for what I did. But I need you to lock it down and open up your mouth and squeal. Hallelujah. For all that he's done, you can't give him that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's been too good to me. 
He's doing great things for me. He used to sing a song years ago. He keeps doing great things for me. How many of you know he's still doing great things? Come on, if he hasn't done any great thing for you lately, it's on his way. So send a praise in advance to him. I can praise your credit is so good. I can praise you in advance for what you're going to do. Because you're still doing great things for me. Those of you that are watching, take a step back right now and give God praise. Along with those in the sanctuary, let's crescendo and give God his due praise. Come on, everybody. Let everything that hath breath, give him glory. Don't plead the fifth now. I will not be silent. I will always. Here's my worship. All of my. Uh, oh God, I thank you. Come on, you are still in the Avenger. Come on, come on, come on. Things are loosening up when you pray. Even the enemy that had you marked, your house marked. When you give God praise, he stops the plan of the enemy. Ah, Jesus. You can plead the fifth, remain silent, or you can plead your own case. That means you're so confident that you're going to win. And ignorant at the same time. You don't even need an attorney. You studied law just a little bit. I don't need an advocate. I don't need to spend that money. I can do it myself. Guilty of sin, but want to plead your own case. Ted Bundy type. He slew all of those girls and was so confident in himself. I don't need an attorney. That's what he said. I don't need an attorney. I'll plead my own case. Even got married in front of everybody. After slaying all of those girls. Don't need an advocate, don't need an attorney, because I got it myself. Egocentric. Narcissistic. I got it myself. I only need God when I have a need, but I don't need him anytime else. Pleading your own case before a just God. And we have a lot of people that are in that box today. Self-confidence is good, but being cocky is an audacious, a saucy audacious is pride. It's even arrogant to plead your own case. I don't care how wonderful you are. You stand before a judge in the legal system in America, you need someone to be an advocate for you. Stop trying to be liberal and start trying to be smart and get someone who's been through the training who can speak on your behalf. Some cases are thrown out when an attorney stands before you. 
They're able to say one or two words. Just say, you know what? I don't even need this. Throw it out. But if you fail to do that, you may have yourself jacked up. I'm talking about jacked up bad. <laughs> Young man came to me and he said, you know, I, I just really believe God's going to take care of this situation. I said, son, you need an attorney. I just, I got it. I said, son, listen to me. You need an attorney. I don't know. He had the money to, I don't want to do that. I'm just going, I'm just going to let things be. Let it be. As you've been listening to the Beatles too long, man. Get you an attorney. He had the resources as well, didn't do it. He got jacked up so bad that it was a shame. And he was an innocent man. Because if you don't have an advocate, I don't know why anybody says, I don't need Jesus, because he's the one. The Bible says Satan, along with his other tricks, is the accuser. He's the prosecutor of the church folk. That's what you need to see. Every time you make a mistake after salvation, he takes it when nobody knows about it. Takes it before God. Look what they did. Kill them. Kill them. They're guilty. And Jesus is the one that stands. But I shed my blood for them. I gave my life the best of my life. God says, throw out the case. It happens all the time, whether you know it or not. And I don't know why you can't praise him. You need to know what's going on in the heavenly courtroom. So you can get your head together. Because he knows it all. Satan knows everything you do. And you want to be uh, able to plead your own case? Based on what? On what righteousness? What, what, can you, what, can you, what can you show God where he has to pay you back? Something or anything. There's nothing you've done. The air we breathe is his. The strength he gives us. We can't make our heart beat. Every heartbeat. Every time it beats, we have to say thank you. Because you're not in control of it. It beats while you're asleep. Based on what can we stand before a holy God and say, God, I just, I just, I can, I can stand on my own. Thank you, Lord. Well, last but not least, you can plead the blood. When you plead the blood, you're basically saying I'm flawed and I'm guilty. I did it. I'm unworthy. And I've come to the limit of what I can do. I haven't crossed every T or dotted every I. I'm not smart enough. I'm not swift enough. I don't know what I'm doing. And I need mercy. I believe it was Felicia who said today, his mercy is new every morning. And there's fresh mercy for every one of us who please the blood of Jesus. Have mercy on me. I'm falling on your mercy. 
I'm falling on the mercy of the judge. I plead the blood. It is the blood that shields us from the plague of the land. It is the blood that cures us from the sin issue. It is the blood that makes us righteous. It is the blood that makes us whole. Plead it. But when you plead it, it's not with arrogance. I plead the blood. No, I can't do this, God. I can't remain silent and I can't plead my case. I plead the blood. Do you all see it? And when you plead the blood, you activate the power of the blood to do what you can't do. Come on, give God praise for that. Exodus chapter 12 verse 7 and they shall take some of the blood ah Jesus and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it and they will take some of the blood and put it on the doorposts I plead the blood hallelujah in verse 12 for I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, but both man and beast and against all the gods of Egypt. And I will execute judgment on the land. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over the, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So the only thing that separates you from the people is not your fair skin. It's not your education. It's not what you've done right or wrong. But when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of us are grateful because the plague may pass over us. We get our mask. We wash our hands. But let us also give God praise and thanks for what is coming to us. Thank you. Good. Not only does God cause the plague to pass over you, but when you plead the blood, there are benefits from the blood that he pushes into your house. Glory to God. At one minute with God. Even if God was angry with you, when you apply the blood, his frown turns into a smile. Thank you, Jesus. Not only that, when you ask him to touch your kids, even if they do wrong, he passes over them. Glory to God. And when you're in business, he passes over. When somebody's trying to work some type of strategy to stop you, God has a way of quelling the end of the enemy. Man, I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. And when there's a thousand that don't want your church to grow, when you plead the blood, hallelujah, they start coming from everywhere. Glory to God. Come on, plead the blood. Say, I plead the blood. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. The blood of the covenant comes into your house when you plead the blood. That relationship with God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice and, and let me in, I'll come in and sup with him and he with me. Not only is the blood over the doorpost, but the king comes into your house. Oh, help me, Jesus. A lot of people just like for stuff to pass over. But who's in the house with you? 
The lamb is in the house. Hallelujah. The man is in the house. Glory to God. He's living with me. He's abiding with me. That's why he said, I want you to eat this lamb. I want you to eat it. I want you to go into communion. You put the blood over the doorpost, kill it, but I want you to roast it. And I want you to eat it. I want you to go in communion. I want you to have a relationship. I want you to ingest the lamb. Glory to God. And as you leave out the next day, you, the lamb is working in you. The blood is not. Your blood takes what you ate and is working it in your body to give you strength so you can go through this journey and you won't die on the way. Can somebody say amen? If you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have life eternal. That's what Jesus said. Can the church say amen? It's not just what passes over. It's what comes into you. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2562. That's reference number 2562. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. Come on, repeat after me. I cover my doorposts and my possessions with the blood of Jesus. Now I'm asking you to preach with me. We got to shout this out. Glory to God, I cover my doorposts and my possessions with the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth and say with me, I overcome the devil through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The devil had no power, no victory over me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Repeat after me, no weapon formed against me shall prosper through the blood of Jesus. 
Glory, hallelujah. Glory to God. Repeat after me. Through the blood of Jesus, I receive multiple grace and peace. Thank you, God. I decree and declare multiple grace and peace over your life in the name of Jesus. Repeat after me. I am made perfect through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Give him praise for that. Hallelujah. I'm made perfect. Come on. I got a perfect 10 through the blood of Jesus. <laughs> 